Today's daf is daf Tarizayan, and we're going to be learning for uh, first lema for Yecheskel ben Miriam. Okay, we're holding top of Tarizayan with Aleph. The Mishnah discussed yesterday, and they discussed in the Gemara the concept of a woman selling properties for the uh, in order to be able to pay off her uh, mazonos and in some cases in order to pay off her ksuva. What we're going to be discussing today is this concept of selling for mazonos. What are the parameters of when and how the Chachamim allowed her to go to the nechosim of the, uh, to go to, when go to the nechosim of the, uh, to go to the nechosim of the, uh, of, of the uh, Yosomim and to sell. I mean, it's not, can be indiscriminately, so how much time can she purchase Mazonos for? So these are things the Mona wants to know. So Kate said Mocheres, what is the, uh, what is the situation of, of how we allow her to sell? So I'm Rav Daniel Barkatina, I'm Rav Huna Mocheres, that first of all, the maximum amount of time that we allow her to put to sell is for a 12-month period. Now, there's an important reason why they're saying this, is because if the amount of land that you would sell, let's say you could sell for daily, you're going to have to sell, sell a little piece of land daily that no one's going to want to purchase at any, uh, any, any normal price. So therefore, the, according to him, that the normal price, that you get fair price for the land, it has to be at least enough land to give a 12-month amount of mazonos. So therefore, that's number one. So the uh, the and the second part of it is if the Lokech knows that she's selling for Mazonos, so he holds on to the money, I guess they have to work it out, document, document or whatever, and he dispenses, he disburses the money that he owes her once every 30 days. Now why would the Chachavim establish it's done that way? Because if for some reason within the 12 months, let's say she gets married, she dies, if there's no more Mazonos, so if all of the Mazonos were given up front, it's going to be much harder for the Yosomim to recoup those Mazonos. This way, if anything happens, now the, uh, the, 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 the Lokeach can give that money to, directly to the Yosomim if something happens. Now that's according to uh, Rab Daniel Barkatina, Rab Yehuda Amar. Yeah, that's according to Rav Huna. He owes the whole money. Rav Huna. Rav Yehuda, <coughs> the money he owes, the question is who does he give it to? Rav Yehuda, Amar Mocheres L'Shisha Chodoshim, is that we don't let her do 12 months at a shot, we only let her do 6 months at a shot. But that second part, that the Lokech disperses the money once every 30 days, that's still, they, they agree. So Tani Kabbas to Rav Huna, we have a bride that supports Rav Huna, says Mocheres L'Shnei Masar Chodesh L'Lokech Mepharnas Achaz L'Shloi Shim Yoyim. And Tani Kabbas to Rav Yehuda, Mocheres so we have basically each Amoraic opinion of whether it's selling for 12 months or selling for uh, 6 months. Each one is supported by a b'risa. But Amoraic Memra, Hilchaso, the halacha l'maysa, is machez l'shisha kadoshim, v'lokeach mefarnas achaz l'shloi shem yom. That the opinion that she sells enough property only for 6 months at a shot, that is the halacha. So Amoraic Ravashi l'amemra, the Ravuna Mai, what about Ravuna? Ravuna had someone, had a b'risa supporting him too. Why are you only going with the opinion that says <clears throat> uh, the opinion of six months. What about Ravuna's opinion that said it was twelve months? So Amalei Lishmirli means Lishmirli. Just means I never heard it. But that one says that's what it means. No, I never heard it. Doesn't mean he never heard it. I don't hear it. Meaning I don't hold of it. I does, to me doesn't doesn't resonate so well. Kloimar Lishmirli means I don't in Svar. I don't I don't hear it. You can get the maximum amount uh, in terms of sale for a six month. Uh, amount of, of property. Why allow her to sell for twelve months? That's what he, that's what he held. Okay. Bonni name Rav Sheshis. The Bnei Yeshiva asked Rav Sheshis the following question: Mocheres lemezonos mal shetachzor v'tichtrov leksuva. So they asked a, a a very interesting question. They asked like this. They said that what happens if a woman. Uh, Let's say she has like this. She has two liens on 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 for for, for on the on the estate. One is she has a uh, a lien for Mazonos. Let's say a five thousand dollar lien for Mazonos, and she also happens to have a 
make this make it easy. A five thousand dollar ksuva. So she comes out like this. She comes in in January. She sells a piece of property that's worth five thousand dollars in order to sustain her for her mizonos. She's staying for mizonos, and she sells it to Ruvain. Ruvain purchases it. Fine. Now what happens is uh, six months later. Her mizonos are depleted. She says, you know what, forget it. I am out of this, I'm out of the situation. I want to go get remarried. I want to go get remarried. Now she can collect the $5,000 with Iksuva. She looks around. There are no assets left by the Yarshim in order for her to collect Iksuva. So she says like this, one second. There was the last asset that was sold was a $5,000 asset that was sold for Mizonos. Can she now go back to that person because that piece of property had a double lien on it. It had the lien on Mizonos, fine. But it also had the lien on it for Ksuva. Can she now, six months later, go and collect that same piece of property and take it back for the Ksuva? Is that appropriate? Is that allowed to do? So that again, Tikashi is Mocheres Lemezonos Malshatachzor Vetitrov Leksuva. So he want to explain what the Shaila is. Now I'm going to explain outside. Let me explain that Stodim here in the Shaila before we read it inside, so we'll get it clearly. But the one I'm going to say is that the 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 fundamental understanding of this question is based on a uh, svara on something that was taught to us by Rabbi Yosef. What did Rabbi Yosef teach? Generally, when I sell a piece of property, especially when it's a doc, it's doc Documented, it's usually sold with achrayos. Achrayos is that there is some type of uh, 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 insurance. There's an insurance, a, a title insurance, that if anybody comes and has claim on this property that takes it away from me, I can go back to you and recoup my uh, investment. You have to pay me back. So now the question is like this. If... A, the Isha who is selling the land for Mazonos, so she's selling it the Achrayus. She's selling it. Most people are not going to buy a piece of property at, 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 at value if it's not with insurance. So she's assuming she's selling it with insurance or she stipulated it with insurance. Either way, it's clearly being sold here with insurance. So now, if she sells this property to Ruvain with insurance, who is insuring it? So it, so says Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef says it's the Yasomim. Meaning if let's say she sold a piece of property to uh, Ruvain for Mizonos and a creditor of the estate, somebody that the estate owed money to, the father owed money to, comes and takes it away from Ruvain. Ruvain doesn't go back to the woman. Ruben goes to the estate. The woman's just action when she's selling it from Mazonos, she's selling it as a functionary of the estate. She's like the shliach, like the agent to get the Mazonos. But it's not her personal achrayas. The guy, Ruben, cannot come and say, I'm from, your, from the woman's assets, I'm going to collect my money back. No. She goes back to the Yosom. That's what Rabbi Yosef explains. Now we can understand the Shiloh. Because if Takef, the woman sold it, and the woman was the one that was the insurer, then there would be no Shiloh over here. Because how could the woman take it back. The woman take it back, so he comes back and takes it back. It would, uh, uh, there'd be ping pong. You take it back, I take it back. You take it, 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 that can't be what it's doing. So clearly it's only a Shiloh, because as Rabbi Yosef says, that when the woman sells for Mizonos, the ones that accept the Achrayas is not the woman, she's just an arm of the Yosomim, of the Yarshim, the Yarshim of the one get it. So now he has the Shiloh. So you, like this. <clears throat> On one hand, if the, if the woman sold for uh, a Mizonos, a piece of land, and that land had a lien on it from an outside creditor, there's no question the outside creditor could take it away, and where would Ruven have to go? Ruven would have to go to these... Um, here, really, who's the outside creditor? The woman, six months later, she wants to exhibit, she herself is the outside creditor. So on one hand, you could say, is the what difference is it whether it's the woman or whether it's an outside creditor? She's not collecting. She sold it for Mazonas, but she's collecting it on an outside. It's like an outside creditor. So on one hand, she should be able to come get it. And the, uh, the, the, the Ruvain is, oh, you just sold it to me. I'm sorry. Now I need it for my Ksuva. So they're going to have to go back to, to the Asomim in order to collect it. So that's one hand you could hear the Svara. 
On the other hand, which is what I was going to say, the second side in the Shiloh is like this. Second side is the Shiloh. Bishloma, he says, I understand the logic to say that if an outside person, that, that if you sold it to me, that an outside person, there is insurance, that an outside person, if they take it away, then I can go back to the Yosomim. But the question is, does Reuven have a right to say that there's a certain element of understanding that if you are the one that are selling it to me, he says to the woman, you sold it to me. So Mela, there was some level of, 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 of trust here that you're not going to be the one to take it away from me. Meaning that, you, yes, there's insurance for everybody else, but for you I shouldn't need insurance because the fact that you sold it to me, it's implicit as if you're saying... That you won't come back and take it from me. That's the question over here. Do we say that or not? That's really the Shiloh. So let's see it inside. Sigmar says <clears throat> that Kamibayal uh, says, Rabbi Yosef. The Shiloh is based on the on the understanding of Rabbi Yosef. Dhamma Rabbi Yosef. Armalta Dezavin Achrayus Dezavin. When an Almana sells property. So whether she sells it for ksuva, whether she sells it for mazonos, the achrayus is not on her. The achrayus is ayasmi. And the same thing, when it's a based in, it's an act of based in, based in go down and sell off a piece of property of, a, of an estate, the, the achrayus, even though the yasovim aren't the ones who are doing the sale, but the, 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 this is a sale as an agency, of the estate, and therefore the achrayus is always on the yasmi. So my, therefore, what's the what's the din? Came the achrayus a yasmi. Since the yasomim pick up the responsibility, the insurance of the sale of the property. So tarfa. So therefore, what's the difference whether it's an outside creditor collecting from Ruvain or whether it's the woman herself? She should be able to collect. Odilma Matsi Amrilo. Ruvain can say to her, Nehida Chrais the Ama Loy Kabilis Allah Even though you, the woman, when you sold it to me with Achrayus, you weren't taking on yourself personal responsibility. Because you know that the responsibility of the sale would go on the Yasomim. But that's only concerning everybody else who would want to take it away from me. But Achrayus the Navshek, but the Achrayus that you're not going to come back to me. That Mila Kabuli Kabil, did you not accept that on yourself? Lachor, it's implicit. You're selling in good faith, and good faith means you won't be the one to come take it away from me. So for that, the Chorah, you shouldn't be allowed to come take it away from me. That's the Shiloh. So Amar Lay, so this was, uh, was Amar Luhu, should be, this was the, uh, who is this, Rav Sheshis? answered the Bnei Yeshiva like this. He said, Tani Sua. We learned it actually in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a um, it says like this. What does the Brisa say? The Brisa says that if a woman is selling off property of the Yarshim for Mizonos, she should sell until the only amount of property that is left is equal to the amount of her ksuva. So if she's selling off for Mizonos, make sure that she leaves behind the amount of her ksuva. And this will be a guarantee. This will support her that she's able to collect her ksuva. Minashar, from whatever is left behind that she does not sell. Now, from here we can hear clearly, everyone hear the raya. Because if she's able to go back and collect again for the ksuva, then why does she have to leave anything behind? Sell it off for Mazonos, and then go back and collect it for ksuva. The fact that it says that she has to leave it behind and not sell it, is a raya that she's not allowed to go back and collect again once she sold it for Mazonos. So Shmami no Shaira in only if she left behind for the Ksuva is she allowed to take that property for the Ksuva. But Lai Shaira, but if she sold it and there was nothing left, she would not be able to collect the Ksuva from that property. Lai. So you see from here that clearly if she's the one who sells it for Mazonos, she cannot go back and collect it again for Ksuva. Sigmar says, who says that's a good raya? Maybe that the, 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 the Tana is just giving her good advice. 
Why is this good advice? Is that or hadrinto that they should not call over the expression an Indian giver? They should not call her. You know that you give something and you take it back. You get a bad name. Yeah, she set me up. She sold it to me and then she came back. Say a few months later, she took it back. It creates a very bad name for her. Even though technically you could be maybe allowed to do it. So the Shiloh was how luckily can she do it? Yes, but hey, it's a tova. Don't put yourself in that situation. That you're going to have to go back from the one that you sold from Azonos. Take it back. But maybe it's only an Eitz Tova, maybe it's not that halachically she's not able to do it. So says the more like this, I'll prove to you from the Lotion of the Brisa that that is not correct. That this is actually halachically she cannot do it, and it's not just an Eitz Tova. What's the Raya? Because look at the Lotion of the Brisa. The Brisa said like this, the Brisa says, that mocheres v'oleches ad kedeik tzuvasa v'samach lo, and this will be the guarantor shetigbak tzuvasa that she's able to collect a tzuva min ashar. Why did I have to write those extra words v'samach lo, and this will guarantee that she's able to collect a tzuva lechora. She, that's not really a guarantee, because she could really collect the ksuva. If it's like you're saying, it's only an Eitz Tova, she couldn't really collect the ksuva from the, uh, from the, from the person she sold it from Azonos. It was only an Eitz Tova. She should have left that out. It should have just said, is that, Mocheres v'olech is arkadeik suvoso, the tigvik suvoso min ashar. It didn't have to say, and this will guarantee, because the, the fact that wrote this will guarantee is a raya that if she doesn't do this, that she won't be able to collect Tuxuva. So it's not just an Eitzah Tova. You know, they're saying this guarantees she can collect. If it's only an Eitzah Tova, this is not guaranteeing she can't collect because she should still be able to go back and collect. So therefore, you see, it's more than just an Eitzah Tova. This is what she has to do to ensure that she can collect Tuxuva. That's the more saying. So Im Kane, if so, Litni Govak Suvasa Minashar. It should have just write, wrote, and then she can be Govak Suvasa Minashar. My Vesamachlo. Why does it have to write? And this will guarantee that she can collect it min ashar. So shmamino shaira in only if she leaves it over and doesn't sell it for mazonos. But lo shaira. But if she doesn't leave it over and does sell it for mazonos, lo she's not able to get it. So maybe we the shaila basically saying that if she sold it for mazonos, she cannot go back. It's like almost implicit. I'm not going to come back and collect it. Maybe the ocean can go back. Again, that's a different style. That wasn't the shaila. The shaila was can she go back and collect for ksuva? Say more like this. Ibaylahu. The Yarshim wouldn't be able to go collect it either because there would be, she was sold as an agency for the Yarshim. Oh, okay. So, Ibai Zavin, Velo Itzrichulei Zuzi. Hadrizvini or Loi Hadrizvini. So, this is a very interesting question. It has tremendous halachic ramifications. Cases like this. The way Rashi learns it, there is a concept in Allah Dvarim Shabalev Enam Dvarim, that if you don't express something at the time of a sale, you don't make a stipulation, what are you thinking in your heart has no bearing, it's meaningless. However, what happens if it's something that everybody realizes? Right? Let's say like this. Let's say I want to buy, uh, there's a, there's my, there's a, my next door neighbor is selling a car. And uh, I need, I need uh, $30,000 to buy this car. Really a nice car. I want to buy this car, $30,000. I have a piece of property. Uh, generally, the Gemara the, the always comes to say that people hold on to property. You don't sell property unless you're forced to. Because property is real estate. That's where your money is. People don't sell property unless you're stuck. So this person needs $30,000. He goes and he sells the $30,000. Now everybody, he wasn't said, he didn't say that I'm selling it to you on condition that if I can't buy the car, I, he never said that. But everyone understood that the reason was it was Tarek Zuzi, he needed for the, what happens is he takes the $30,000, he comes to the name, the name says, I changed my mind, I'm not selling. So the question right now is, can he go back to the buyer and say, listen, I only sold the land because I needed $30,000 to buy. But now that I don't, it was clear that that was why I was doing it. You should give me back the land at the price that I sold it to you. And, 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 cause I, so that's the Shiloh over here. Rashi learns that even though it was late, but people knew it, it was clear. Tozma says that he mentioned it, but he never said it as a tnai. No, he just mentioned it, but never made it at tonight. So that, that's the question. So again, the He sold, but he doesn't need the money now. Hadrizvini does the sale return 
you cannot take back the sale. You cannot make the sale go back. So Tashima, come and listen. The was a certain person. The person sold a piece of property to Rafapa. He needed the, the money to go buy an ox. At the end, it didn't come out. It, it didn't work out. At the end, it was for whatever reason. The, 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 he could not purchase the ox, so the need of what he needed for was no longer there. So So Rapapa gave him back the property. So you see, if you don't need the money, you can ask for the sale back. So Mora says you can't bring a ride because Rapapa left him in the oven. It's possible that Rapapa never did it because that was the halacha. Rapapa just did it because he's a nice guy. He's asisatov ayoshebein Hashem. He was going to him in Shurasadin, and then we have no ride. That's that's the legal requirement. Tashima, come and listen. There was a very strong famine in Nahardo. And what happened was that the price of wheat went up so expensive. I guess, I don't, it doesn't say that, but I guess the thing is they needed the wheat, they needed the grain in order to plant for the next year, in order to ensure if they don't plant now for the next year, they would not have crops for the, and it would be a serious situation. So they, people, what they did, they mortgaged their homes. They basically sold their homes in order to be able to afford the price of the wheat. Now what happens is, two days later, the ships with wheat show up. Means that there, there, there was. They thought that maybe that the uh, the famine was much broader than it was, and then, and the, the wheat showed up, ships showed up, and that brought down the market price of the wheat all the way down. And it came out that they would not have needed to sell their houses to purchase the wheat. So Osuchiti, the wheat showed up. So Amalu Rav Nachman Dinahu Da Hadri Apadni Namarayu. So Rav Nachman, who's the Dayan, he said it's the Din. Not no, he never said that it's the Flimishurasa Din. It's the Din that they should be able to get their houses back at the purchase price from the ones that they sold it to. That the houses go back to the original owners. So Lachayir, you see Araya that you don't need the money for what you, you're right. So one says that you can't uh, bring a raya from it. Why? So one is going to say it's a little different than the earlier case. What's the difference? Then one is going to say this. In the earlier case uh, that we're asking for, let's say the case was, I sold my house because I want to buy the car. Okay? I come to the guy who I want to buy the car, and he tells me I changed my mind, I don't want to sell the car. Right? This, at the time of the sale, the guy was still willing to sell the car. It comes out that later on he changed his mind. But that's the question. Does the fact that later on he changed his mind undo the sale? means at the time of the sale, everything was there that it should be a good sale. Something happens later on that now you want to go back and undo the sale. That's a much more difficult sale to undo than the case with the wheat. What happened in the case of the wheat, the one is going to say, is that these ships had left weeks before. But what happened was the current in the middle of the river was very strong. Now, usually the quickest way to get from place A to place B is to go in the middle of the river. But since the current was very strong, the rivers did not go in the middle, the, the boats did not go in the middle, they went along the sides, and that took them on much more of a circuitous route, and that, that's why it took much longer. But it comes out at the time of the mechira, to the time of the sale, if they would have known that the boats are already en route. They would not have bought it. So here it's, a, here it's really a mekachtos. It's not that I don't need the money later on, can I go back and ask for it back. Here there was a piece of information that was missing, that if I would have had that information, it would have been a mekachtos. So therefore you cannot bring me a raya from the story of Rab Nachman either. Right? Everyone see the difference between the two? And our shayla is that it happened afterwards. Afterwards something happened. Can I go back? Now I don't need the money, can I go back in this? That's a different shayla. After one of the car sale and the other mekachtos. Yeah. So Mara says like this. So says the Gemara. Mara says Hasam Nami. There too, it's not a rye because Vini betos Havi. It was actually a mekachtos. The whole sale was faulty. The Igloi Milsa because it became revealed the Arva that the boats be Ikule Havekaimo that they were caught up on the circuitous route. They ended up getting caught up on the sides of the river, and that's what took so long. But they already were en route, right? 
So, and, and, and Rashi, I'm going to learn this like Rashi, Machlux Rashi and Taisvis, but Rashi learns Iachi, now usually Iachi is Akasha, but Rashi learning it's Nechusa. And, and now I understand Iachi, so now you're given that explanation, so now I understand. He says, but one second, if you make the guys give back the houses in the future, no one's going to want to purchase. You're going to have a situation, there's going to be a major famine, there's going to be a situation, people aren't going to want to sell because they're going to be afraid that you're going to revoke <coughs> the sales. Same guy, Machshon Hasid Lavo. So I'm a to call Yoma Batsur Teshchicho. So he answered him, he says, No, because how common, how common is famines that you have to worry about such a scenario. No, but in Nardo, it does happen quite often that we have these famines. But anyway, I understand the Shavuotaya because really, it was only a problem it was, it, it was telling him, it wasn't a situation where, why was it uncommon? It was uncommon that the, that, that the ships should get hung up and that it should be a mekachtos. That was what was considered to be an uncommon scenario, but right? But therefore, in, in, and therefore, I understand the shock of Ataria. But, but, but Legabe, what we're saying, that's a much more common scenario, that you're going to have a situation where uh, the money, that the person might not need the money later on. So that we don't, but we're not discussing that scenario. But the Maragma says like this, again, this way, look, following Rashi, but the Hilchaso, lahalocha lemaisa, zovin v'loi tzrichulei, loi tzrichulei zuzi, hadrizvini, the sale does, it, it does go back. That's, it's a takaras chachamim, they established that even if it's something that happens after the sale, that now makes it that the person doesn't... What? What's Mishapara then? Mishapara is a person backs out on his own. It's not because there's some kind of outside force. Here there's a different situation. I don't feel like, I don't feel like sailing. Here it's not, here's not, here is, there was a real, there was clear. It was clear, everybody understood I was doing this in order to need the money for a certain, that dries up, that reason no longer there. It's understood under those circumstances, they allow you to, uh, to, I mean, for whatever reason, I'm changing my mind. It's not, it's not a clear, it's something that you understood from the beginning that that was the only reason I was doing it. Something didn't right. Okay, let's go by to do the next Mishnah, Zagdelik Mishnah. Now, in order just to understand this, which is just to review something. A mezonos is only starts by nesuin. An arusa does not get mezonos, right? Only a nesua gets mezonos. So therefore, this whole idea of selling land to collect for mezonos can only happen by a nesua. It cannot happen by arusa. An arusa could get ksuva. There's circuits of machlogs right before, but we said for sure when you make it a step, stipulation, you should get and some hold that even make radin, an arusa can get ksuva. So now, We've been talking till now that the woman in this, on her own can take a piece of property and she can sell it based in. We're going to discuss now, is that only for Amazonos or is that for even Ksuva? And if Avil makes a difference whether it's Mina Erosin, Mina Nasuin, because Mina Erosin could only be for Ksuva. Mina Nasuin, it could be for Amazonos. That's what we're going to talk about. Yes? Before, the, if they were engaged for more than 12 months, then he has to give her Amazonos? There is, that is correct. That is, uh, there was, uh, there, it's his fault that they're not getting married. Almana, beimena erosin, beimena nasuin, mocheres shalobevestin. And almana, okay? If a woman whose husband has died, whether it's beimena erosin, beimena nasuin, mocheres shalobevestin. So obviously the Tanakhama, the Chachamim hold, that she can sell shalobevestin, not only for mezonos, but she can also sell for ksuva. What's the raya? Because it says, mena erosin. Oh. Right? Okay. Rab Shimon Omer disagrees. He says, Minanasuin Mocheres, because he also can only sell for Mizonos. But Shalobevestin. But Mina Erosin, Lo Simkor, Elobevestin. If she's selling Mina Erosin, she's selling for Ksuva purposes, that has to be done in front of Bastin. Mibnesha Engla Mizonos, because she doesn't get for Mizonos Mina Erosin. She's only doing it for Ksuva. Ksuva has to be done by Bastin. Because Engla Mizonos, this we're going to see why it repeats this. And anyone who's not getting it from Mazonos, Lo Simkor, Elobevestin, can only get it based. Now, if Shimon makes sense, Miswar, and the Gemara's going to discuss that right now, because I understand Mazonos. A woman has to eat. So, you're not going to wait her, make her wait until she can get to Bastin. So, therefore, she's Machera Shalobe Bastin. Ksuva, though, 
She doesn't need the ksuva right the second. Ksuva, she can wait a little bit. So ksuva, then why let her do it? She'll live in their basin. Do it the, the best possible way is doing it in front of basin. So therefore, understand of Shimon. So what I wants to say, that's what's question on the Chachamim. I understand the, why the Chachamim say that you can sell because for Mazonas purposes, we don't want to have wait around to get money that she needs for Mazonas. Ella, why do the Chachamim allow her? Ella, mina erasin. My timer, what's the reason to allow her to do it mina erasin? So one is going to give two terutsim to the Shiloh. Answer number one, Amar Ula, Mishum Chino. Mishum Chino is as follows, that, this is the way Rashi, Machalot Rashi, tells us we're going to go with Rashi. Rashi learns is that other women, if other women see that for her ksuva, she has to wait to get to Beistin. Going to in front of Beistin is not a pleasant scenario. And we're not letting her sell a Shalob if they're Beistin for Ksuva. It makes other women more reluctant to get married. So in order to create chain, in order to create chain, that the women are going to have chain to get married to husbands, so therefore they don't want to see a woman getting stuck, not being able to collect a ksuva until she goes to Beistin. So the Chachamim allowed, even for ksuva, shetim kar shalob if they Beistin. It's to create an endearment that the woman would want to get married. It's a takon as Chachamim. Okay. That's according to Ula. It's actually, this is something we understand from the husband himself. The husband who died would not want the wife to have to go to base if she doesn't have to. So even for ksuva purposes, he would be willing that she should sell shalob if based in. So we have two terutsim here. The question is, the hachavim shita, that say that min erasin, a woman can sell shalob if based in, means she can sell for ksuva purposes shalob if based in. Ula says the reason the hachavim is in order to endear women that they're going to want to get married and according to and according to Rabbi Yochanan the reason is because the husband would not want the woman to be deprecated to be denigrated in front of Beistin says more my benai what's the difference between the two terutsim the two interpretations of the chachamim so grusha the difference is going to be what happens if it's a woman who's selling the karka because she wants to collect the ksuva now grusha there's still an Indian of china because other women still see that even though she's divorced but they still see this is what a woman has to go through to collect the ksuva so it's still a svara that to endear a woman to want to get married but if the reason shalat is baza you know what fakir kalbachaymer he wants it baza in a situation like this so therefore and so this is a situation that you can't say, you would not say that a grusha can sell shalom if they based in. All right. So say the more like this. So grusha nami by a In the case of grusha too, there would be an enactment because of chain. So grusha leich By a grusha doesn't care if she's bazah in front of based in. All right. Now, ask the Gemara. The next mission on the Omer, please God, we're going to see. It's a Tznan. It says that a Grusha is not allowed to sell the 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 the, the is not allowed to sell for the Ksuva unless it's in front of Beistin. Now, ask the Gemara like this. The Gemara assumes right now it's in the Chachamim Shita. The Chachamim had an argument with Rav Shimon. Chachamim said you can sell both for Ksuva and you can sell for Mazonos. Rav Shimon said only for Mazonos. And then the next minister says a Grusha is not allowed to sell unless it's in Beistin. Now if it's going in the Chachamim, the Chorah, you see it must be that the reason is because of the Svara of Shalot is Baza El Because if it's because of Chain, then she should be able to sell Shalot Ivnei Beistin as well. So you see a Raya for Rav Yochanan against the reasoning of Ula. So when it says like this, Shlom Alaman to Amar Akonib to Rabbi Yochum makes sense. But we say in Adam wrote such as Vazi Ish to be based in. So Gefer Grusha Leichbasle. Therefore, by the case of a Grusha, it has to be before they based in. El Alaman to Am Mishum Chino. But if you're telling me the reason was because of Chain, the way Ula explains it, then Grusha Nami by Chain. Like we said, the Grusha also there should be an enactment because of Chino that they should want to get married. So when it says one second, who says the next mission is going like? The Chachamim, maybe the next mission is Rab Shimon, so it fits very good. Rab Shimon held that you can only do it for Mazonos. Since you can only do it for Mazonos, a Grusha, there's no Mazonos, all of us, I understand. Grusha, all of us, I understand. It's one of those like this. So, how money, Rab Shimon, he? No, it says, it says one second, you can't say it's going like Rab Shimon, because according to Rab Shimon, there's no need to have written that in the second Mishnah. E Rab Shimon, Hatanale Reisha. Rab Shimon said clearly, 
Kali. He said, Mina Erisin Lo Simkar. Once he said, Mina Erisin Lo Simkar, obviously, what does that teach me? is that you cannot do it for ksuva. Well, if you cannot do it for ksuva, then obviously a grusha could not do it because she's only doing it for ksuva. Someone says like this, someone says like this, no. I'll tell you that it could even go like Rav Shimon. Now listen to the Gemara Gemara is an interesting Gemara. Gemara says like this, Rav Shimon says that we can only do it for for Mizonos, we don't let you do it for Ksuvah. Now, what's the riot? Because he said, Mina Erisin, you cannot do it. I'll tell you like this. Maybe Rav Shimon also holds the Svara of Chino. He also has a Svara, as a, the women are going to see and, 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 and are going to be put off by it. They're not going to be so encouraged to get married. But he says, Mina Erisin, if a woman has never been intimate, she's never had a connection with this husband, women will see, I understand, why should there be a special dispensation, Mina Erisin, that this woman should be able to do a Shalom if they based in? Why, why should she have that special dispensation? She really was never close with her husband. So there's no problem of Chino. But what about a Grusha Mina Nesuin? A woman who spent all, she spent 20 years living with a husband. All of a sudden, he decides to divorce her. So you might think that there is a china pro- problem over there, even according to Rav Shimon. That's why Rav Shimon has to say that not only mina erusin it's shalom if nebeisin she can't do, but even a grusha mina nesuin shalom if nebeisin. Therefore, it could still be going like Rav Shimon, and that's why it has to add even a grusha mina nesuin. There's no svara of china according to uh, even according to Rav Shimon. What Rav Shimon? Was it like this? the same, uh, you might have said that maybe in the first Mishnah there was no real chain, there was no real connection intimacy between the husband and the wife so therefore women will not feel an affront by seeing someone having to go to based in who was only Mina Erosin but a woman never, she's a Nesua, she, she, she was intimate, she gave her life for the man, and now she has to go to Beistin for the Ksuva? So maybe then, maybe maybe you say, you have to worry about Chino. Where there was a lot of Chain. So we should have Chain in order to, we should, we should be able to have of Chain over there. So therefore, that's why it t- tells you that even a Grusha, Rab Shimon holds what? Low Timkar, in the next one, Low Timkar, Elbifnei Beistin. Says the Gemara Lecho, even in Rab Shimon, you don't need to write Grusha again. Because the Chor Rab Shimon himself tells you that. If you go back to the Mishnah, look at the Mishnah. The Mishnah said there was an extra line that had no reason to write it. It said like this. It says, uh, What is this last line telling you? What is that extra thing coming to tell you? The Chor is coming to Marba, even a Grusha. So Grusha is already written according to Rab Shimon. Must be the next Mishnah is not going to so you do have a cash on Ula. Someone says like this. So says the Gemara, Lachaira. It says the Gemara, where's the place? Tanino. That also is recorded. Grusha is also recorded in the first Mishnah. Because it says, Kol She'ein Lama Zainos. Why do I have to write that? Latuye Mai. What is it coming to be Marba? Lav Latuye Grusha. Is it not coming to be Marba, the case of the Grusha? Shmuel says, no. I'll tell you, that extra line is coming to tell me something completely different. This is the way Rashi learns. It's hard to fit into the words. But the way Rashi learns is coming to tell me something completely different. There's a scenario like this. What happens if a man threw a woman a get? Even if it's Mina Erosin, like Mina Suin, but for sure Mina Erosin, Mina Erosin, but for sure Mina Erosin. He threw a get and it was a Suffolk, Karavlo, Karavlo. Now this woman is stuck. She's a Suffolk Megureshis. She can't go and marry anyone else. Right? The husband has made clear he wants nothing to do with her. The halacha is that he has to keep giving her mizonos. Because unless he gives her a real get, another get, he is the impediment. He's stopping her from being able to go marry. You know. So the halacha we're going to see is that he has to give her mizonos. Now, what happens if he dies? So now if he dies, my man of shach, she can get married to whoever she wants. Because if the get was a good get, She's Mugarashas. And even if it's not, <coughs> she's Almana. In that case, normally by an Almana, the Yasomim have to give her Mizonos. In this case, the, Yas- the, uh, the Yasomim do not have to give her a Mizonos. So the way Rashi's, we have to see how to read it. That, that's, what's that? What's that? Because, because, she, because it's not, she would have to prove that she was a, a, an Almana, not a Mugarashas. Now, the point is like this, is that 
that what, what Rashi is learning, that's the Kiddush of, of, of Rav Shimon, is that to tell me is that uh, in a case where there would be no Mazonos, she would have to go to Bastin for a Ksuva. But that's the point. The point is there is no Mazonos. That's what it's coming to tell you. For this woman... There is no Mazonos. There's only Ksuva, and therefore she would have to go to Bastin. That's the, the Reboi. The Reboi is not coming to tell me that a, a full-fledged Grusha. It's, got, it's nothing to do with it, because you have no Raya what to deal with a full-fledged. That's why you need the second Mishnah to tell me by a Grusha. This is coming to tell me by a Suffolk Magureshes that she doesn't get Mazonos. She only would get Ksuva. That's what it's coming to tell me. Let's see it inside. But if it's a Suffolk Grusha, and... And he, well, he's still alive. He has to pay her Mazonos, right? Because there's no the doubt of whether she's divorced. That's good. That's right. Yes. But if he croaks and there's still a doubt while she, that she's divorced, they get off. They don't have to give Mazonos because she would have to prove that she's not an Almona, that, she, that she's an Almona on a Grusha. Because a Grusha What's going to Basin going to do? What's that? What's going to Basin going to do? No, for Ksuva. Only for Ksuva. Right. But, that, but that's not the point. The point is not for that. The point is that there's no Mazonos. That's the Chiddush over here. So it says it more like this. Like, that's not what it's coming to. It's Vatuye Megoresh Vain Megoresh Kid Rabzeira. Like Rabzeira told. Amr Rabzeira. Komakam Shamra Megoresh Vain Megoresh and the Kiddush Raj explains, and the Kiddush is that even though the Baal is Chayv Mezena here the Yosomim are not going to be Chayv Mezena That is the Kiddush of that extra line. Let's go later. Toshima, come and listen. Just as she's allowed to sell Shaloba Bastin, her Yarshim, her children, her son, her own children, might not be the husband's son, but her children are the ones that Yarshin her Ksuva. Now, Mochrim uh, also Shaloba Bastin. They also have a right to sell Shaloba Bastin. Means she gives the, the right is transfers over to the ones who are, so just as she could sell Luxuva Shaloba Bastin, obviously like a Chachamim they can sell Luxuva Shaloba Bastin. Her your Yorshim can also sell Luxuva Shaloba Bastin. Now let's understand this for a moment. You can, it's a little bit of a stretch, but you can hear that the same way as the husband, was, he wants to show her the way he understands, well, show how much he cares for her. You know, if you want to sell the silver, you could do Shalobah Basin. And not only that, your Yarshim should also be able to sell Shalobah Basin. I understand why you could hear that the Yarshim Suvasa should be able to sell Shalobah Basin. That's part of what the husband's deal was with her. I can get that. Right? Just as concerning her, it wasn't Nikhale, the husband didn't want her to be Mizbazer. Part of him showing how much he cares for her, he doesn't want her own Yorshim to get embarrassed or denigrated going to Bastin. But if the Sfarah is because of Chino, yeah. If it's worse because of Chino, Lechar, that women are going to see, look what happens, most times the Yorshim are men. But they're going to worry about that. A man has to go to base, and there's no china situation in that. Yes. But the one who says the problem is that women are going to see, look what happens to women has to go to base. Well, her son goes to base, and they're not going to feel that way. Says Yorsha, my chain ika. There's no china problem by the Yorshim. There are cases where that might be a problem, where it's the, the daughter or the sister are inheriting. So it's a woman. So it's a woman, I have to assume that they're not married, but if it's a woman, they're going to say, look what happens over there. That they, uh, to, to, and therefore, that would be a chain issue. So you could say, therefore, it makes sense. You can't bring me a raya against Ula. It could be going like Ula as well. Let's go to the next Mishnah. So they look at Mishnah. If a woman sold the entire ksuva, she sold off, let's say, property to collect her entire ksuva, or let's say she only sold off par, uh, par, partial um, um, to pay part of her ksuva, or mishkan ksuvasa, let's say she borrowed money using the ksuva as the collateral. Oh, Miktsasa, or she only borrowed you, part of the, of the ksuva as collateral. She gifted the ksuva. Oh, Miktsasa, or part of it. Now, I'm going to learn like, like Rashi. In, Rashi explains that the Tanakama, this opinion holds, is that any time a, uh, a, a, uh, a woman sells either the entire ksuva or part of the ksuva, she's no longer allowed to get mezonos. 
She's no longer allowed to get mezonos. That, that, that she loses her right to mezonos. Now the full ksuva, we, everyone's going to agree to, because once she collected a full ksuva, she's, there's no din mezonos. The chiddush of this tana holds, this tana, is that even partial payment of the ksuva get, makes her lose her So therefore like this. So lo simkor es ashar elevabasin. So the remainder, the balance of the ksuva cannot be sold only in, uh, unless you're in basin. Why? Because this is going like Rav Shimon. That's going like Rav Shimon, we're going to see in the Gemara, who holds that you can only go, Shalom Basin can only be for Mazonos. But this person has lost their right to Mazonos once they sold any part of their ksuva, so they can only be going for ksuva. Ksuva has to be done in front of Basin. Why does the Mishnah start with this? She sold her entire... That's, um, that's the way Rashi learns. A little docha means a little good. But obviously if Shalom Basin, then there's no, there's no Mazonos. But it means that even when there's still a balance, that balance can only be sale now in front of Basin, because the only thing she could be selling is for the balance of the Ksuva, which no longer... That's how Rashi learns. Tosh learns differently, and it, it works better according to Tosh, but Rashi, that's how Rashi learns. Now, Chachomim Omrim, Mocheres hi afil arba chamisha pa'amim. That a woman can sell, even if she told four or five parcels of land to partial payment of the Ksuva, unless she hasn't collected the entire Ksuva, she can still sell for Mazonos, Shalom Bifnei Beistin. And when she does sell, we had this yesterday's job, when she does sell for Mazonos, we said that as an Eitzatova, you should write specifically what is for Mazonos and what is for Ksuva, that people should not call her a Rav Senusa. That you remember that people should not label her a high maintenance person. So therefore, Shalom Bebeistin, because Mazonos Now, this is the last line we just said before. The Grusha, and if she's a Grusha, she should not sell unless it's in Beistin. We said that's going according to, at least according to uh, one opinion, was going according to Rav Shimon. Who holds that there's, even in even though she's a grusha man and there's no chino and she cannot sell unless it's in front of Bastin. Let's go weiter. Matnisin money. Who is the author of our Mishnah that says that if you sold ksuvaso, a mixer's ksuvaso, you cannot sell unless it is in front of Bastin because you've lost your right for Mazonos. So what it says, Rav Shimini. It's going like Rav Shimon's opinion. The sign you will learn in a brisa. Machrak suvasa, mishkanak suvasa. She sold a suva, or she collateral. She made a collateral of a suva. Azak suvasa apotaki. Apotaki is even that potahe kai. It's it's a Greek and uh, what's another an acronym? It's it's. Um, a contraction of a word. From here you shall collect. It's even stronger than a regular uh, uh, collateral. So anyway, uh, this goes like the Tanakamba, which is like the Chachamim, that the whole amount, if she uh, mortgaged the entire amount of the Ksuva, sold the entire amount of the Ksuva, then she's lost her right to Mazonos. Rab Shimon Omer, Ava Bishle Machra, Vela Mishkan Oxivosa, Ella Mechitsis Machtsiso. Only if she only did a portion of it, a part of it, of the Mizono Seho. That means then she would lose her Mizono. So basically, this goes up. Shimon is like the Tata Mishnah, that in order to lose Mizonos, it doesn't have to be the entire sale of the Ksuva or the entire collateral, even a part of it, she would lose it. Therefore, the mission is going like Rav Shimon. Now, the Gemara brings down it's very interesting. The concept of ksuva is mentioned, uh, alluded to in the Torah by by the din of the Onus Mafat. It says Kemara Kesef Shkalim Kemara Besulas Yenasen Law. It calls it Kesef that you get the Kesef Kemara Besulas. So you know, the Gemara says like this. It comes out very interesting. According to Rab Shimon, even though there is a partial uh, there's a, a, a balance of the ksuva, a partial amount of the ksuva that is still intact. He doesn't look at it as if the whole ksuva is intact. He says that as if they, well, partial is not considered like all. According to the Chachamim, even if there's some of it or the balance is left, but there's a balance, we look at part of it as if it is all. So therefore, the way the Gemara says like this, Lememra, this means to say, the Rav Shimon Savar, the Lo Amrin, and we don't say, Miktas Kesef. The Kesef is the term for Ksuva in, in, in the Torah. We don't say Miktas Kesef, is Kakol Kesef. That if it's Miktas Kesef, it's already considered like you don't have the Ksuva anymore. And we don't say that Miktas Kesef is if the full Ksuva still re- remains. Once part of it's damaged, as if the whole thing is gone. 
Rabbanon Savri Amrinon Miktas Kesev Kechol Kesev. And the Chacham on the other hand say that listen, yeah, she sold part of it, she collateral part of it, but they're still intact. Some part of the Ksu is intact. Part of it is considered like the whole thing is here. That seems to be a, so. Morris says like this: We have to we have an exact opposite machlok. It's interesting the comparison by the din of a basula for a coin gadol. Coin gadol, there's a din of a uh, that that. Um, he has to marry a, a woman. So it says like, that he's a basula. So the sign we learn about We actually have the opposite, the exact opposite we learn out. It says like this, the sign we learned in a brisa. The Pazak says by the Kohen Godel, Vahu Isha Biv Yikach. It's very interesting to have an Let's say Isha Basula Yikach. Isha Biv There's two actual additions to the word. Could have just said Basula. The base in the front, the prefix is extra. And the possessive, the you'd hate the end, Suleho, is also extra. So what is that coming to teach me? So now, says the Gemara like this. The sign, Yavil Isha Basulea, Prat Libogeris, Shekalib Sulea, Div Rab Meir. Rab Meir says that, that this Pasuk is telling you that if the woman is already a Bogeris, a Bogeris is a natural diminishment of the Basulim, that the blood already on its own diminishes. So she's only a Mitzas Basula, she's not a full Basula, then she's no longer good for Kain Gadol. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, Machshirin, Babagaris, they say, no, a mitzvah's basula is good. Says the words exactly the opposite. Here we had mitzvah's ksuva, according to Rabbi Shimon, is no good. According to Rachamim, mitzvah's, which is Rabbi Meir, mitzvah's ksuva is good. And by the basula, mitzvah's basula, Rabbi Shimon says, is good. Rabbi Meir says, mitzvah's basula, Babagaris, is no good. Lechara, what, why is there a difference? Sigmarah so says like this, it's not a kasha. Hosam bekroi pligi. That really what makes them argue is the interpretation of, as I said, the extra base and the yud hate the end. Mean like this. Rab Meir Savar Basula Filamixas Basulim. He says, he goes like he says by the, the Ksuva. Like that uh, Mixas Ksuva is a fool. So he started off that really the Torah would have said that Isha Basula Yikach, that would have said Mixas Basula, that would have included, you could even have a Bogaris. Because Mixas is considered Kakula. Now, but the fact the Torah wrote the Suleho, it means Adeika Kulahu. The fact that wrote Bisuleha, that means the extra word is coming to tell you that no, it's not enough to be partial, it has to be all. I now why did it have to say uh, you need to be a, a, and therefore it's not based on the normal understanding it's the extra drasha that teaches us now that would, that's what the base teaches you teaches you that it has to be now now uh, what is the uh, now what is the other the extra drasha because we said it's both the base and the yudhei I think the Yudhei is actually the first thing he darshans. The Yudhei of Suleim, he says, he needs all of a Basulim. Biv Suleim, what does the base come to teach me? That means, Bekadarka, it means it's the Mokam of the Basulim. The Mokam Basulim defines whether or not she's a Basula. in the place of Basulim. But if she had Bia Shalok Kadarka, that doesn't affect her status for the Kohen Godel as being a Basula. Uh, in Shalok Kadarka, that doesn't affect it. So basically, it starts off like this. The normal thing would have been mixtas is like all, but then you have a a, a, a telling you telling you that no, bogeres is no good. Now, if bogeres is no good, kalvachomer, you would have said shaloka darka, natural. That, but that's why you have the extra drasha of the besule adafka b'mokam besulim. The shaloka darka is okay. That's Rav Meir. What about Rav Shimon? Rav Shimon Saver. He starts off the normal way he understands. Saver shlema mashma besule means it can't be mixtas. So normally you would have excluded the bogeres. You would have said no, it can't be a partial. Bzula, Begaris is no good. Mashma, that why it said Besuleha. That means the Besuleha. It tells you that even her Besulim, what she has, as long as what she has is intact, is okay. Tell me, even a Begaris. So Begaris is okay. Now, if you know that a Begaris is okay, you don't know necessarily what would be the din by a Shalokadarka. Besuleha, tell me that Besuleha comes to tell me she called Besuleha. Kayomim, oh. that you have to have all of the basulim that have to be intact, means bain bekadarka, bain bashalol kadarka. Because since you tell, you start of telling me that a, a, a bogeres 
is okay. You were saying, so you're saying that a begeris would be okay, so you might have thought maybe may Shalaka Dark would be okay. No, come to tell you that Shalaka Dark is not okay. It has to be, whatever basulim have to be, they have to be naturally intact. It can't be that something else took it, it, took it away. Okay, gentlemen, have a good day.